Okay. It's puzzle time. So we have in front of us a puzzle. It's like, how many pieces is this? I asked Brent last night. He said he thinks it's a thousand pieces. It's a thousand piece puzzle that we don't know what the picture is. Yeah, we don't know what it is. It's a picture that your brother, Brent, created for yeah, us. in a photo editor or something. Okay. So I think we can, I don't know what we can expect from it, honestly. Um, I, I think that's exactly what we can expect, is the unexpected. This looks like some trees of some kind. It, it, I'm let gonna... the adventure of the puzzle begin. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 1. Yep. It's Final Fantasy 8 time, you guys. <laughs> We're going to start playing it today. Yeah. Those of you who joined us last week for the pregame episode, which I recommend everybody do, you know that we are playing the remaster. Go back to last week and listen to it. We had a little journey to get started. Mm-hmm. And now this week we're going to actually get going on this video game. Yeah, we always give you a fake episode first. Right. You know, tell you our <laughs> thoughts, our understanding of the game going into it. Set the scene for this gigantic journey that's about to unfold now. I hope you're all excited. Yeah. If there's anybody who's new to the show right now, the way we do things is we record every part of the process of playing the game, and then we edit it all together and put in voiceover to make jokes about our mm -hmm. previous experience and explain things that are visual. And you're about to hear the journey that we took in July of 2020. And just so you know, we finished the game a long fucking time ago. <laughs> we should like we, this now once. We always say it, but it doesn't matter. It's true. We finished it a long time ago. Yeah. If you have tips or tricks... They're moot. They, we, they can't help us now. The game is locked in. What happened, happened. Mm -hmm. And that is what you're going to hear. Yep. I want to say up front, overall, we really, really enjoyed this game. We're going to try to parse this out to the best of our ability. Yeah, as we said at the end of last episode, and I think it's worth just punching hard up mm -hmm. front here. Yeah. Because we don't really want to, like, spoil any of the game or how we reacted to it, but it's almost impossible to talk about it, especially early on, without at least spoiling that about halfway through the game, things get so batshit crazy that, like, it, it's really hard knowing what happens to look at the beginning of the game without going, like, what on earth right, like, were they there, thinking? <laughs> we're going to want to say, where we're like, but given the context of what comes later, yeah. why is it going down like so that now? We'll, we'll but, so maybe the spoiler that we're going to put is... This game makes no sense. Yeah, that might be our ultimate spoiler. Is yeah. like, we're, we're going to try to make sense of a game that I think ultimately we're going to fail at trying to understand. I think halfway through it, we're gonna probably have an episode where we go back and go and point out all the shit that we couldn't talk about, of like, why would they do it like this if this is what the game is about? Exactly. So, <laughs> strap in for that. Yeah, there might be a little bit of confusion and bumbling on our part mm. early on. Thank you so much to everybody who's stuck around with us through mm -hmm. this long break. We're really excited to finally be playing Final Fantasy again mm -hmm. for all of you. Yeah, well, we played it, and now we got to do this so that we can get excited about playing Final Fantasy again right. much later than now. It's a vicious cycle that we've created for ourselves, <laughs> an endless one. Is there anything else we should say to like kind of 
set our mindset going into this? Like anything else in particular? Like we said most of that stuff last week, but just to kind of reorient ourselves in July 1st, 2020. Well, it was July 1st, 2020. It was just the worst of times. Um, We were ready to disappear from the world and go into a hole and play a Final Fantasy game. Let's go back. We had just downloaded the remaster from the PlayStation Store. We were on my PlayStation 4. We had already been there for like six or seven hours waiting to start the game. I was already tired. I was like, (laughs) I don't even know if we should start this tonight. (laughs) But we did. (laughs) We decided to go ahead and do it. I had drank a cup of coffee, and I was like, I'm ready to go. I was just like, I've been at another person's house for seven hours. (laughs) I want to go home. Yeah. (laughs) But we did it. We started it. We did it. So, without any further ado, here is season six of No One Can Know About This. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. This one shouldn't skip. This will be fine. I don't think we're going to lose the save file on this. (laughs) Square Enix. A different company made this game. Well, that looks nice. That looks gorgeous on my TV. No weird slideshow. Maybe it'll happen now. This is it, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to press start. So we skip over the mostly meaningless cutscene because we saw it last week in the pregame episode. It was a bunch of still images of, like, a guy's arm. Yeah, it's not like the opening cutscene, but like a credit roll where Uh they show you some pictures. Mm -hmm. And we go to the new game and continue screen. Let's go. This season's going to be like 30-something episodes. Get ready. Let me just... Damn, that looks good. I'm really happy we're playing the remaster. Yeah, this will look way better. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow, look at all of this. So before the game actually starts, it just pops up with, like, the control scheme of the controller and what each button does. So many different ways to control the game. Forget what you see at the bottom of the screen. Oh, boy, oh my goodness, yeah. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, there's some dangerous things down at the bottom of the screen, some very alluring drugs. Yeah, and the remaster, I don't, what do they let you do? Well, you can go to 3x speed at the push of the L3. You can go to battle boosts where you get HP, ATB, and limit breaks at full by pressing R3. Mm-hmm. But if you press both L3 and R3 together, no random battles. <laughs> Look away from the... Oh, no Ooh. random battles. Oh, battle boosts. All three of those. Movement speed. We can't do those. We can't. No random See, this is why we didn't do remasters before is because now we're living in the land of temptations. No random battles is at the press of two buttons. We can't. We can't do that. Okay. I, I believe we won't. All right, we're back on the beach. Yeah, the opening cinematic looks out over a beautiful ocean. And then there's a bunch of text, like dialogue over it, that even after having beaten the whole thing, I still don't understand what it means. But it's mysterious. I'll be here. Why? I'll be waiting here. In a field. Or a desert. desert. For what? The ground is shifting and fading between like a barren, craggy desert Mm -hmm. and also a lush field full of flowers. Yeah, we're seeing this young woman with black hair who we're going to later learn is Renoa, one of the main characters. And Mm -hmm. she's like surrounded by flower petals that are flying around. I'll be waiting for you, so... If you come here, 
You'll find me. Okay. <laughs> I promise. She grabs the flower petal. But what? It's a feather. Magic. Magic. Yeah, she grabbed some flower petal and then in her hand it turned into a feather. I, the symbolism of which is a little unclear to me still. I Yeah, I don't get it at all, but she turns the flowers into feathers. That's not a power she has. That's not like no. a thing that happens in the game. The feather flies. So there's a chick standing in a field with flower petals. This whole thing has the feel of like a music video. It establishes almost nothing for the story. Uh-huh. Almost like a sizzle reel for a game that you don't expect for like a decade. <laughs> like a promise that the game is in development. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, at the very least, it looks real pretty. Feather, is it going to be okay? It's going into that sword. Now the sword. feather's a sword. Now it's in the ground. A sword flies down out of the sky and slams into the ground, which we'll later learn is Squall's gun blade, which, by the way, a gun blade is literally a sword with a gun for a handle. Yeah, for the uninitiated, imagine like a big revolver handle that then turns into a sword, a pretty big one, Yeah, with like a snub-nosed <laughs> barrel at the very yeah. base of the blade. Yeah, it doesn't like come out the tip of the blade. Pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> So then behind the gun blade, a woman appears in the sky, like yeah. a woman wearing like a big black headdress like, thing with like a backboard on her cape. She she looks nefarious. Yeah. You, we surmise this is probably the villain. We read that there was a sorceress on the cover of the game. Mm-hmm. She just appears like uh, superimposed in the sky mm-hmm. and just kind of like crosses her arms in front of her and then fades away. And then the words Final Fantasy VIII are flashing at you. The numbers eight flash. It's all very disorienting this feels like a trailer for the game <laughs> all right squall i guess with a sword full of feathers is going to attack some guy whoa yeah this is the first time we'll see who we know is the main character squall yeah the, this was his gun blade that fell from the sky and he's like got kind of like cloud hair but more realistic like it's more just kind of feathered and moody rather than like sticking straight up and he, crazy he's a teenager who looks older than a teenager and he's got like a rock star jacket with like fur on the outside but then it flashes to renoa and then back to the sorceress and there's just a jumble of images and the thing that we realize later is that Squall and this other guy are in a fight, but the rest of the images are like flashes from future in the game. Yeah, it's almost like they just wanted to promise you that things happen in the game or something like that. Nice bird hat. Are these the events maybe that are before? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe it is. The guy who Squall is fighting slashes Squall across the face. Yeah, like a scar right across the nose in between the eyes. So now Squall's head is bleeding. So like if you were looking at the cover wondering how Squall got that scar, we he got it because somebody cut his face. Somebody cut him. Oh, he's got a scar on his face now. Uh, Squall attacks him back, but right as he hits, an explosion of feathers. Squall exploded into feathers. It seems like he gave him a matching scar, but it's totally unclear. And then it comes to a climax as Squall and the girl are about to fall into each other's arms, but it cuts before they do. Will he catch the girl? Well, it's in. It's on the insignia. He, he does. Yeah, he caught her, hugged her. 
Yeah, and the Final Fantasy VIII like logo art is Squall hugging this girl. Mm-hmm. So we know that at some point it happens. The one thing we're sure of. And so, yeah, that's like our target for the whole game. <laughs> we're constantly looking for solid ground, and that's the one thing we know to look for. In an ever-shifting landscape, we know <laughs> they will hug. And now we wake up in a hospital room? Looks like it. Yeah, Cloud wakes up in a futuristic... Squall. Jesus Christ, I'm going to do that a lot. <laughs> I do that a lot in the recordings. <laughs> I'm not done, apparently. Squall wakes up in a hospital room. It's a pretty standard, just like infirmary bed. Yeah. There's like a doctor standing next to him. How are you feeling? My forehead hurts. No kidding. Looks like your eyes are focusing. You should be fine. Say your name for me. Squall. Yeah, we gotta go with Squall. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to confuse everybody. Why don't you take it easy in training? Next time you might not be so lucky, so I guess we were fighting that guy. As yeah. training? Yeah. Tell that to right. Cypher. <laughs> Alright, so Squall is uh, training with Cypher. Cloud fought Sephiroth and now Squall is fighting Cypher. That Cypher won't listen to anyone. He's a real loose cannon, that guy. Why don't you ignore him? I can't just run away. So in that cutscene, we watched it over and over, and I'm fairly certain that that's where Cypher gets his scar, that Squall also cuts his face. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of the game, everyone acts like Squall just got his ass beat and Cypher didn't get hurt at all. Well, Squall's the only one who wound up in the hospital. I, I guess. You want to be cool, huh? Well, don't get hurt in the process. <laughs> Let's see, your instructor is... Quistis? Quistis. I remember her. Quistis. So it sounds like we're a student at some kind of school. Yeah, we got her training. Our instructor is coming. I'll call her now. Just wait here a minute. <clears throat> Quistus, come get your student. His injury's not serious. It'll probably leave a scar. Please come by. Ooh, we got an earring. Squall. So we meet again. Okay, and at the end of the scene, this is important and impossible to remember because it's presented so crappily. But, like, there's an observation window in the infirmary and, like, a woman with, like, a green sweater wrapped around her arms sort of looks through and just comments on Squall and walks away. Yeah. And if you haven't been paying close enough attention yet, you might be like, was that Renoa? Probably, you know, because that's the girl or whatever. That's the girl we've seen. Is that the girl who was in the cutscene? Like, it must be, right? But it's not. And you don't figure out who this is for for so long that by the time you figure it out, you're like, have I... Who is this? Uh, who are you? Who is that? I don't know. Lady. So then there's a pre-rendered cutscene of a woman with long, straight hair, kind of a reddish blonde, walks into the room. (coughs) Whoa. Well, I'm glad they made that into a cutscene. All the main characters in this game get their own CG introduction, and they're not always that creative with it. Yeah, like, it's not like they always could think of something that actually defines this character to do. So Quistus, who is like our instructor and one of the playable characters of the game, walks in, and it's a CG cutscene where she looks down at Squall. She just looks like a school teacher. She has glasses on. She, she looks, kind of sighs? She looks down at Squall and kind of sighs, and that's the whole <laughs> cutscene. It was her character introduction, I guess. I knew it'd be either you or Cypher. Yeah, we were the two fighting. Come on, let's go. Today's the field exam. Yeah, today's the big field exam, so Quistus is going to take us on a little walk to the classroom. 
Yeah, she's going to take us on a little walk through part of the school and then up to a classroom for some tutorial time. It's a beautiful location. Like, everything seems to be made out of... What What would you call this kind of stone? Marble? Cement. Cement, <laughs> I guess. Well, but it's like a nice, colorful thing sometimes. Well, yeah, there's like purple on the carpeting on the ground. It's, I mean... They call it a garden, and it's beautiful. It's like a really nice mall. There's a lot of vegetation. Mm-hmm. Whoa, squall! Is there some? Uh, is there something on my mind? Not really. She jinx us. Uh, what's so funny? No, no, it's not that. I'm just happy. Just listen to that banter. So begins the talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! In this game, they talk. A lot. They talk too much. <laughs> I feel like I'm beginning to understand my student a little, that's all. You're more complex than you think. Then tell me. Tell me more about yourself. We gotta come up with voices. Yeah. It'll, it'll, stuff will happen. Uh, it's none of your business. Squall's gonna be <laughs> Jimmy Stewart the whole time. I don't know. It takes us a while to land on Squall's voice, as well as a few of the others, but I, I think we locked them in in a reasonable amount of time, so bear with us on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought we were a voice I can do. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa, that's cool. Is that a building? This is the mall we live at. Awesome. We step out and the camera pans up to show the majesty of the building that is this garden. It's sort of like a big, several-tiered, like, rounded pyramid with, like, a giant crystal structure on top, like a big circular hat. And, like, a base that's got trees around it. The whole vibe of it is just very, like, utopian. Above it is a gigantic hovering halo, which seems to serve some kind of purpose, but I'm not sure what. Why does it have a halo? I don't know, because things in Final Fantasy have halos. Fuck yeah. So we enter the classroom with Quistus, which is a pretty normal-looking college classroom. Good morning, class. Let's start with today's schedule. So unsure what voice we're going to do for Quistus, we start trying a few clothes on. Mm-hmm. Yes, the field exam for seed candidates will be late, begin later this afternoon. Those not participating and those who failed last week's written test are to remain here in study hall. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, my thought originally was like, Hermione Granger, but like, I don't, I can't do anything. That I intend to do. Field exam participants will have free time. <laughs> Wait, Quistus is gonna be. <laughs> Ira Glass? I don't know. Try it out. Okay. Turn it down a little bit. Yeah. Just be sure you're in top condition. Alright. Meet me in the hall at 1600 hours. I'll announce the team assignments there. I don't know if it'll read as Ira Glass the way she talks. Oh, and Cypher. Yeah, because half of an Ira Glass impression is what he says. Like, you right. can't just say someone else's dialogue. You have to be like, you ever go outside and just think about cars? <laughs> it's not something you think about that often, you know? But once you do, some pretty interesting stories start to come to mind. You just, like, gotta be, like, vamping and sounding important all the time. I'm gonna try it. Okay. I'm gonna try it on for, for try a couple it, Try it on. Do not injure your partner while, in, while trained. Well, they're using fucking gun swords. How, how are they supposed to not hurt each other? I don't understand what that means. Field exam participants, I'll see you all later. And Squall, I need to talk to you. 
So we go up and talk to instructor Quistus, mm-hmm. who like tells us like, "Hey, you haven't finished your prerequisites to take the exam you're going to take later today. We got to go to the fire cavern and do that." You haven't been to the fire cavern yet, have you? That's important, I guess. Uh, I haven't. You won't be able to take part in today's seat exam if you don't pass the prerequisite. Oh. Real fucking slacker. Shit. I was gonna go this morning, but Cypher... Cypher took me in the hospital. You have a good excuse? Yes, you saw me in the hospital. I got my face slashed up. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) And let's get going. (laughs) If you're not too confident yet, You can review your studies at the study panel. Oh, the study panel. Yeah, Quistus is like, come with me to tutorial land. But if you don't feel comfortable going to tutorial land, you can go to the study panel. To pre-tutorial land. Yeah. And we always get a lot of grief for not understanding how to play the game. Mm -hmm. So we're like, let's fucking go to Final Fantasy school. We're going to learn everything. We're going to read the menus. We're going to read it all. You can access the study panel from your your seat. Uh, I guess let's access the study panel from our seat. I'll be waiting at the front gate, so <laughs> come down when you're ready. So we walk back over and engage the study panel. Let's see. Turn on the power, and What a pain. Oh, God. About garden. Oh. Let's read the facility rules. So, yeah, this is the worst Final Fantasy school of them all because it's just... I mean, they're all just text in a way where it's like person telling you something, but this is just at a computer screen where there's nested folders full of information. Yeah, I mean, it's usually, you know, in like six, you go into a building and there's people practicing various things. They're like, in here, we do advanced battle techniques. Do you want to hear about it? And you say yes or no. Here, yeah, you're presented with nested folders. So many, so much information. A full web page. So much of it just unnecessary, too. Wow, this Final Fantasy school is actually a school, and it's way more complicated. Look at how how many nested folders this is. Students should be in their seats and waiting for the instructors five minutes before class. Okay. Is that going to matter? I hope not. When class is over, proceed quietly to your next class. (laughs) Food, weapons, and magic are (laughs) prohibited. Study panels are shared. Handle with care. That's the classroom. The training center... Proceed with caution. There are real monsters in the training center. It's open 24 hours a day. We got a 24-hour gym. Sweet. Entering the grounds for reasons other than training is prohibited. Do not engage in that in your ability. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. You can't go in there and get in trouble for not fighting. No. The random encounters just happen. Visit the infirmary if you have any health concerns or problems. Follow the doctor's instructions. The resident physician is Dr. Kadawaki. From this, you might think the infirmary is where you go to, like, rest up. It's not. You don't do anything in there except cutscenes. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't heal you. They're open from 9 a.m. until lights out. At the library, yeah. And there's no time cycle in this game, so it's never closed. Well, sometimes it's night, but that's just, like, based on the story. Right. It's nighttime now. All materials are open to the public. You may check out materials at the desk. Remain quiet at all times. You can't check out materials at the desk. This is all nonsense. I'm, yeah, everything we've read so far is like... It's world building, my I friend. I guess it's flavor, yeah. 
This seems like most of this doesn't fucking matter at all. I have a feeling it doesn't. Everybody's the dormitory. Everybody is welcome to apply. <laughs> Seeds have priority for the single rooms. Okay. Going out after hours for reasons other than training are prohibited. Do not leave personal possessions in common areas. Well, we'll make sure not to leave any personal possessions in common areas. Okay, yeah. We do get our single room when we have priority as a seed. I mean, it happens, but, you know, whatever. Uh, are seeds, like, I think I think we must be, like, yeah, top class, like, we're the valedictorian. The cafeteria is open from 9 a.m. 9 to 9. Keep the area clean. If late night meals are required, order them beforehand. Okay. I hope we can order a meal. That sucks. When you want a late night meal, it's not like you knew you wanted one exactly. at 5 o'clock. Yeah, that's bullshit. Alright, the student rules. God, there's so much. We spent forever in this menu, and so we're gonna make you spend forever in this menu, but you don't have to do this if you are playing this on your own. We highly recommend that you just not even look at the study panel. They're gonna show you the important tutorials while you actually play the game. Mm -hmm. Garden precepts, work hard, study hard, play hard. So garden is the name of the school. Yeah, I think it's it's Ballum Garden. Ballum? Yeah, see at the top? Yeah. yeah. I, I was... Or Balin? I don't know. Balin. Students who engage in violent acts, sexual promiscuity, or who fall behind in their curriculum, etc., may be expelled. We better not fuck anybody, or we'll get expelled, dude. This is hypothetically a place where they teach you how to murder people, right? It is a mercenary but, school. But violence isn't allowed on campus. The skills acquired in the garden must never be used for personal gain? Even after we graduate? I don't know. Refrain from committing any acts that may damage the garden's reputation. Take time to think things through before starting a relationship. <laughs> Are we gonna be kissing girls? Like I said, I think this is gonna be like a romantic as fuck, angsty teenage I'm anime pretty excited game. about that. Now that I've played the whole game, I really should not have been excited about that. Well, you didn't realize that it was going to be like a completely one-sided <laughs> romance where like one person is just an asshole Good for like God. 30 hours and the other person is like, I love him. And I didn't realize that the game was not going to have like them talk about almost anything else. <laughs> Good God. If you're on the second floor, use the emergency exit next to the classroom. If you're on the first floor, exit through the front gate. All students must take care of junior classmen during emergencies. I'll keep this in mind. And don't use the elevator during an emergency. Well, it's a whole complete world. Later on, there is an emergency, and all of that kind of plays out, where you gotta take care of a junior classman, and you can't take the elevator, and it's kind of, you know, so Wait, can it's you set not up. take the elevator? I don't think so. Like, when the school's being invaded? With the whole thing where you have to go fight that weird robot? You take the elevator up to the classroom well, then floor. I don't Like, the elevator fucking, fucking works, God man. damn it. Even in emergencies. <laughs> there's a part where, like, there's someone blocking you from it for a second, but then you can use That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, fuck. Applicants between the ages of 5 and 15 are admitted. All hardworking and confident youths are welcome. <laughs> Ambitious overachievers are also welcome. Oh, really? Applicants are admitted only after passing a final interview. A five-year-old. Yeah, they're interviewing five-year-olds. to pass a final interview. <laughs> and they're like, are you ready to kill if we ask you to? Like, this is a child soldier school. Opportunities for alumni? <laughs> the garden supports a program that helps graduates enlist in armies all over the world. Instructors and seeds are permitted to remain at the garden. However, seedship must be attained before the age of level 20. 
So then we get to the About Balam Garden section. Uh, About Balam Garden. Balam Garden. Sid Oh, so Sid, Sid is, is the, the headmaster. headmaster. Huh? And the proprietor is Master Norg? <laughs> Balam Garden was the first garden built in accordance with the headmaster Sid's ideals and dreams. Oh, that's nice. About Trabia Garden, a garden in the Trabia region, there's an exchange program between Trabia and Balam Garden. Maybe we can spend a semester at Trabia. Okay, what about Galba Gal Galbadia? Garden in the Galbadia Republic. It is the largest garden of the three. So we learn there's other gardens out there in the world. Mm -hmm. Which we'll learn later, too. Yep. What is Suicide? Balam Garden's mercenaries, commanding GF. They have special fighting abilities. They work in small teams and operate all over the world. So I guess, yes, yeah, seeds are like elite mercenary. Seeds are deployed all over the world. Haley, if you got an itch, you can come here. Yeah. Well, looks like you got it. She, she's taken care of. Their services are requested by governments and even civilians. Their tasks range from providing military support to protect Right, civilians. this is what I remember. Since we're a seed, we don't get money from fighting in battles. You get, like, the salary of your seed, like, so for being crazy. a seed. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we're just at work. Yeah. Because of the love of the job and the... I guess I don't remember. <laughs> How funny would we're it basically be if like no a military epic. for hire. Yeah, but like a really pleasant one. Like, look at this place we live. Students can apply after the age of 15. Passing the written test and completing an official mission are required to become a seed. Seeds are paid according to rank. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So we'll like rank, rank up, and up. then we'll yeah. get paid. Wow. Okay. A. Now let's, let's go to the basics about magic. I think we're still kind of just scratching the surface of what's available on this terminal. Magic used by ordinary people is actually paramagic. <laughs> you okay? Got a hair in your throat? Alright. Hey, come here. Yeah, the lore in this, the basics section, is all about, like, magic isn't real magic because mm -hmm. only sorceresses can use magic, and there's, like, all this world building that not a single character ever, like, refers to. No. Ever. But there's characters referenced in it, like Dr. Odin and stuff like that, which we'll meet way later in the game, but it's not even worth mentioning here. I know. It's, this is almost like them covering their bases, going like, shit, this information's just not in the game. Like, it has to go somewhere. <laughs> a woman who has inherited the power of a sorceress is a sorceress. Okay. The origins of the sorceress go back to an ancient times during Hind's reign. It really has the effect of, like, if you watch old videos of L. Ron Hubbard, like, after five minutes, you realize you can't pay attention anymore, and you just sort of, like, have to accept the... You know, it's like a cult leader programming technique. You're like, okay, it's a sorceress. is someone who inherited the powers of a sorceress. I have <laughs> nothing to argue against truth. this. However, there is no factual evidence. Of what? What you just said? Uh, okay, I what guess. Else? A message from Garden. Garden Events. Spring Memorial Service, Entrance Ceremony, Seed Examine. And then the summer we got the Garden Festival okay. and a Summer Vacation. In the autumn we got a student-sponsored event, and in the winter we have Winter Vacation. We gotta sponsor an event in the fall? I don't know. Also on this console is a message board. Your opinions are important to make our garden a better place. Write them down and place them in the Dropbox. I got first, Treepies Forever, baby. Man, I want to go out with her. Treepy group. Treep group. Tri 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 
Trape. Oh, yeah. On the message boards, everybody's horny for Quistus. Yeah, and then there's like a little flame war. It's kind of a funny little touch, but it's like, we don't know who any of these people are. And then on top of that, none of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Treep Groupie number one, you got a name? Dumbass. I'm gonna <laughs> kick your ass. What's your name? I should kick both your sorry asses. This is not for silly games. Got it? From Shoe. I don't want the disciplinary committee to get on my case, so I'm not writing my name. J.I. I'll go with initials too. Hey, does anyone know if the new hot dogs are good? It appears to be a message board, as we said it is, but, like, didn't they say that this was, like, a Dropbox for opinions about the school? Yeah, I mean, they can't even keep a consistent <laughs> logic in this terminal. I, like, I hate this terminal so much. Like, it's so boring. I'm like, oh, our audience is so excited to get going on FF8, and we're, like, reading about hot dogs, and, like, who thinks Quistus is hot? Damn, this is long. Damn, I missed it again. ZD. ZD, I hope you do well on your exam. Be careful, all right, from the librarian. Okay. That was that. So the garden square is a message board, huh? So we've made it through most of the nested folders at this point, and mm -hmm. now we go back to the beginning, and there's one major thing left to look at, and it's labeled tutorial. <laughs> and now, finally, the tutorial. Login, Squall, confirmed. Looking for Guardian Force data for Squall. GF registered. Oh, GF Guardian Force must be summons. Quezacottle and Shiva. Keeping the name your okay. summons. Okay, cool. That's cool. Shiva, confirm. You get your first two summons in a menu. Yeah, we're cutting most of this tutorial mm -hmm. because it's just like granularly going through like <laughs> how the mechanics work. Yeah. Without even showing you fights or anything neat. It's just text. But like at this point, to start a game like this, is it's not cool. It's not this cool. Is, this is by far the slowest start of any of the Final Fantasy games we've yeah. played. Like, so let's learn about junctioning. Let's begin by junctioning a Guardian Force. Yes, let's. Once junction is selected, a GF list appears by press X square. <laughs> to see I'm with you, Haley. GF. What's crazy is that the tutorial is breaking up these things into like quarter sentences where it's like, that means... This part of the tutorial is broken up in a very weird conversational way, and that's because when we go see Quistus later on, this chunk of the tutorial plays out in the actual game. Yeah, like, this happens again. Like, we see this tutorial at least three <laughs> times. What's crazy is, so in 6 and 7, it starts you in the middle of combat and teaches you things <laughs> as you're playing. This starts you with your teacher being like, you maybe want to go look at the computer. You don't have to. <laughs> so we go through the rest of the tutorial, which takes a long time. A really long time. And and we're ready to play now. This concludes the tutorial. Thank you and good fucking luck. Card game rules. Yeah. So there's one thing left here, which is that's going to lay out how the card game that's within this game works. And let me say, as many of you know, best part of this game. 
I mean, it's like the only mini game to speak of, but it's real good. <laughs> they put a lot of effort into it, and that's Triple Triad. But the description of how it works here is so inscrutable because it's one of those things where it's like when you're starting a new board game and your friend is laying out every rule mm-hmm. imaginable, and you're just like, I need to see it in action to understand how it works. And on top of that, it's like translated in a really vague way sometimes. <laughs> the cards originated when a psychic named Orlon modified these tarot cards for games. The game became popular with Soul... Tarot cards were originally four games. That's where they came from. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. The game became popular with soldiers (laughs) passing time between battles. (laughs) It's popularly spread. Each region developed its own rules. In this world, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We can take a written test in the menu. I guess. I don't remember that, but... Now that we've been to Final Fantasy School, let's go to Final Fantasy School. Yeah! Yeah, now that we've read all of the terminal, it's time to go meet Quistus out front of the school to go take our GF tutorial that we just took. But again, and doing it for real in the field... The way the game intended. And on the way, they're gonna spring a surprise tutorial on us. This girl's late, and she ran into us. Are you okay? On our way out of the classroom, we bump into a, a girl who was running fast. She needs help being shown around the school. Teehee, I'm fine. This place is so much bigger than my last garden. I just transferred here. Do you think you could give me a quick tour of this garden? I don't know how to get around here. Uh, yeah! Sure. 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 Oh, 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 sure. Let's go. What, young lady? I'll take the elevator to the first floor lobby and I'll show you the directory. The one thing I remember was looking for a directory. On our way to show the girl the directory, we run into a pretty important NPC. Oh, hey, would you like to have these? My brother gave me these cards, but they're really not my thing. You can have them if you like. Yeah, this guy gives you your starter deck. We're getting going on cards. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew we were going to get sucked into this game, and we are going to make good. If you want to play cards with someone, talk to them by pressing square. But keep in mind, not everyone is a card player. Oh, and by the way, I don't play, so don't bother challenging me. Oh, yeah? So we got our first deck. So... Go down the elevator. So we pointed her to the directory. She must have walked this way. She's like, can you give me a tour? And I'm like, this is the lobby. Here's the directory. Yeah, like, that's... She has to have known that. More computer menus. Well, this is it. Well, this is it. (laughs) Bone Garden is pretty big. It's a good idea to check where you want to go and select it here. So instead of showing this girl around the school and, like, Mm -hmm. actually exploring it ourselves and Mm -hmm. getting to see things we haven't seen before, we just take her to the mall directory and then show her another menu. (laughs) And we are now in another menu. How do you use this? Move the cursor and press X to select. Okay. Next, I'll give a quick explanation of various things. <laughs> and then there's the cafeteria. We the read about cafeteria. how to use the cafeteria. There's always a big rush for the hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you better get used to waiting in line. Okay, got it. Everybody's talking about the hot dogs being served in this game, and apparently I've heard that in the Japanese version, it's ramen, not hot dogs. That makes sense, because it really struck me as odd that all the students' favorite food was hot dogs. But yeah, Squall continues pointing out all the things that are on the directory. There's a parking lot east of the North Block. There's a parking lot. But we usually take the garden car when a mission comes up. The garden car. Next, we have the quad located in the West Block. There's an event being planned there. 
I know, I know, it's the Garden Festival. It's gonna be great. I'm planning to be on the committee. They mentioned the Garden Festival so much. Mm-hmm. It's like in that flavor text we were reading, this random girl is talking about it. Other characters later talk about it all the time. And... I have to tell everybody, we didn't know that the Garden Festival happened in this game until we were a little ways into recording voiceover for this, and we're like, wait a minute, let's just make sure that the Garden Festival didn't happen and it wasn't one of those scenes that couldn't have possibly been the Garden Festival. Well, yeah, it's like the Garden Festival happens in spirit. (laughs) You know, but like it, we'll get we didn't there. Feel but like it, we were, you know, it didn't. When it happened, I didn't go. Oh, it's the Garden Festival. <laughs> I went. What is happening? But they talk about it all the time. <laughs> you want to help out too? Let's just continue. Now the East Block is a training center. It's only used, used for, for training. training. Yeah, we, know. we know. We read about this at our desk. Did they give us the option to read at the desk, but then they assumed we wouldn't, and they're going to walk us That's through all that, that shit again That seems anyway. to be like, God exactly damn what's it. going on. This is what we get for doing what people say and reading the menus of the no, tutorials. No, like, we get fucked. Fuck us. <laughs> South of the East Block is the library. There's a lot of material you can look up here, but the terminals in the classroom are a lot more efficient. Look, I mean, every season we get people being like, you didn't even read all the menus, and right now I'm losing my mind watching <laughs> us read all these menus. If, you, if you're playing this game for the first time, forget all this. Like, don't read the terminal. Just get going as fast as you can. Uh, what's, what's the headmaster's name? I know. That's about it. Anything else? Got it. Leave us alone now, we have a fucking exam! (laughs) We gotta meet somebody, Professor Treat. Maybe I'll see you again later. I've already finished my training at my previous garden. I'm taking the seed exam today, too. Good luck to both of us. Okay, I'm sure you'll be in our party later. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. So we finish going over the directory with this girl, Mm -hmm. and we finally leave her, and we see a save point. Hey! The save point. It's cute. Yeah. Cute little circular spinning thing. Did you say anything? Uh, I guess classic. You gotta do it in the menu. Our first save. It's a good thing that we got all that done and saved our progress. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the save file, we are 45 minutes into the game. Is there anything at the directory to do, or is what it do you just mean? look at it? Like, is it, do you, like, what is clicking on what these things do? Oh, it takes oh, you Oh, it there. fast travels you to the front gate and shit. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, when looking at the directory, if you click on any one of the locations, it'll fast travel you there. We very quickly forget that you can fast travel around from the directory and run around this place for the rest of the game. I didn't forget. I just felt like it wasn't really worth doing. Oh, really? I forgot. I I knew it did that, but I was just like, it's not that far to just run to the But doing it here, we were like, oh, shit, we now wait i wanted to see get a lay of the land on our way to the front we gate fast i fast traveled to where exactly where we were supposed to go and then run back to the directory and then run back to the front gate uh, we missed a lot of places by doing that we gotta go back yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. what is this this is cool the one thing that we have nothing but general praise for is the unbelievable backgrounds that they drew for this game yeah, Balam Garden is neat. There's a lot of cool stuff to look at. Every angle is like epic and you're running into like this giant gateway. I'd find the whole thing beautiful and I like hanging out in Balam. Yeah, it's a running, good vibe. running around in this world is fun. I've been here since the garden was established. 
You play cards? <sighs> You're challenging moi? Yeah. Yes. We've challenged the... T what is this guy? He's like a ticket taker at the school? I think he's like the front desk security guard. Like, okay. You gotta have an ID to we get We challenged the shit. security guard to our first game mm -hmm. of Triple Triad. Uh, okay. So you start by putting down Fungar. So Triple Triad takes place on a board that's like got room for three by three cards. Mm -hmm. So like nine cards total. You choose your deck at the beginning and each of your cards has a number value on each side. Mm -hmm. Right? So the goal is like... I set down a card in the bottom right. I want my two numbers, like on the left and the top, to be higher than anything they can put down next to me. Exactly. Because if it's, if it's higher, they'll flip my card and get a point. It's almost like a game of war that's a little bit more complex. Like, you need the card with the higher number than the other card. You put it down, and then mm -hmm. that card becomes yours. And then at the end, when there's nine cards on the table, whoever has the most wins. Also, though, this starter deck they give you is bullshit. Caterpillar. Fastic to Oh shit. And Rabat. His cards look better than ours. He's got a Tonberry. See, and he beat us there. Yeah, that's not great. We got some shitty cards, man. Yeah, we lost. Well shit. And he's gonna take our Caterpillar. Yeah, I love the Caterpillar. Alright. I already said fall in love with that card. I mean I can load. Should we not play it like that? Play what? With loading saves for Triple Triad? At certain points, we think we might have to, because we might lose, like, a one- There's one-of-a-kind cards in this game. So this begins a split in Jeff and I's thinking about the point of a collectible <laughs> card game, where I'm like, we can't fucking lose cards. And I'm like, but there's got to be a way to get all the cards in the game, you know, without resetting it. And it's like, no, th that's not. There's some, I mean, we don't have any now, but there's some cards that like you don't want to lose. You're like, ah, too bad. We lost that powerful card. And I'm like, what are you doing? We got to reset. <laughs> like, you can't just lose a card. I have a weird attitude about this. <laughs> And you're like, but we already had it. Well, so let's it's explore like it. It will get more season. into it. <laughs> so we made it back. Uh -huh. But yeah, we make it back to the directory to actually explore out to eventually make it back to where we're going to need to go. Uh, should I make a frozen pizza? Definitely. Do you want a California Pizza Kitchen barbecue chicken one or do you want a uh, like DiGiorno? A DiGiorno. Supreme or a pepperoni? Supreme. That's what you want, right, Haley? Come on, put your head down. Anyway, we make it to Quistus at the front gate. And earlier you were like, why is this GF tutorial split up in this weird conversational way yeah. instead of just telling me how it works? And the answer is because it was like looking it into the future. It was taken yeah. from this moment. <laughs> yeah. I have a few things to explain before we head off. We read all about it. GF gives us strength. The stronger the GF, the stronger we become. So here's a brief explanation of junctioning a GF. Okay, okay. Junctioning tutorial. Oh, this is literally the thing we this did. This is literally the thing we because did. Because it was for Questus. And that's why, why it was written like that. It's dialogue. She's like, this means... Why she... is it done like that? I don't know why she told us to read the fucking computer. Why were we able to see this from the computer? It's covering their bases. Let's junction GF. Blah, 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 blah. Go, 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 go. I've already... Don't you see? I've already equipped myself, you bitch. Okay, we're going to the fire cavern east of here. So yeah, we speed through that and we step out of Balam Garden onto the world map. We're finally, like, playing the game. World map. 
Holy shit, look at this. Both GFs are junctioned to Squall. I gotta say, I now am of a strong opinion that every Final Fantasy needs to start in the middle of some shit happening. Even if it then is followed by endless tutorials, it's nice when they start you playing something. Like, like you need to be in a mech suit with a slave crown on yeah. fighting rebels. Or you need to be Fuck on yeah. a train jumping off, blowing up a reactor. Yeah, you know? this is like, incredibly inactive. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have your car broken down right as you were getting out of town. <laughs> That's even more action-packed than this. This is even like, there's not even a conflict we live in paradise <laughs> there's a test yeah is there a way to get a map a map of a map there we go Ooh. okay this one's a globe interesting we have engaged the mini map yeah and so the cavern is like right next to the school i run into a forest kind of on my way there can you go straight into that cave i think that's where i'm trying to go okay i think wait not down the road to the other town. Well, we're going to a fire cavern. Our first battle. Oh Ooh, shit, it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Dinosaur. Our first battle in this game is no set of hornets. No, it's a T-Rex. It's a giant monster. They usually start you off with little things. They usually at least start you with things that you can beat. <laughs> T-Rexosaur. Well, be careful. Sometimes it's better to run. We'll see about that. Okay, in fairness to the game, it did just tell us to run. Yeah, Quistus was like, you should get out of here. But, I mean, no. It's the first fight. We've exactly. been in our menu for forever. <laughs> We're gonna we fight this. Fight. Oh, she needs to junction. Oh, great. So I mentioned that both GFs are junctioned to Squall right now, and junctioning is how you allow your characters to do any ability other than a basic attack. Mm -hmm. So right now, Quistus is there. Basically worthless. She can't even use, like, an item. So it's all on Squall, who has abilities like draw. Draw. Let's see what he has. Stock him. And in this game, magic is like an item. Enemies all have various types of magic. Draw allows you to steal it from them. And then you'll be able to junction that magic to your abilities, which is how you'll level up. We'll get into it later. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got eight fires. Eight fires? That's cool. I wonder if they're weak to what they attack, attack with. Sometimes. Probably not, but... UGF. Yeah. What happens to Yushiba? Oh, it looks like we gotta wait for the bar to go down. And then Shiva kill Shiva? Yeah. So we summon Shiva, and the way it works in this game is once you hit, like, summon, then there's, like, a little timer that counts down. Yeah. And they'll come out once that timer is down. And your hit points switch to their hit points, mm -hmm. so any damage that you take while you're summoning the GF actually applies to the GF's hit points, not your own. Yeah, like, they're kind of like their own characters in this game. This is pretty cool looking. Yeah. Definitely playing oh, Final Fantasy. This. this is fucking awesome. Ooh, here comes Shiva. Quistus's whip is doing like 50 damage on this guy. Oh, this girl's got us whipped already, you know? <laughs> oh, we can't use magic. Shit. Oh, right, because we didn't put that on. But what was the other option other than stop and draw? Uh, you can cast it. Can you? Like, I could just be like, cast thunder. That worked. This guy's got a lot of health for the first fucking battle. Yeah. So we're finally doing it. We're playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> Shiva's blowing shit up with ice. But this fight is lasting it, a really long time. A disconcertingly long time. Hit him. Hit him, Shiva. Hit him hard. 
Wow, that did hit him hard. How the fuck is this guy still alive? I don't know if we're supposed to be fighting this thing. The summons are doing like 500 damage every time we do it, which is so much more than what Quistus can put out, but also just like not even close to doing it. She did say sometimes it's best to run. She did. And yet, we both agreed that like we would be the judge of that. Maybe it's best to run if you're a Final Fantasy noob. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> This is a better battle than a bunch of bees. That's true. No, this is a cool battle. I just, I hope we can succeed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, how much health can this thing have? I don't, I don't know. A lot more than I thought possible. I guess I can summon these as much as I want. That seems pretty overpowered. Hmm. Wait, is it overpowered if you're fighting guys like this? I don't think most of the battles are like this. I think we ran into a hard encounter. We've got that old determination in us to finish this guy off for no reason. Well, for now, it's sort of sustainable. Like, I'm doing damage, I'm You're healing Quistus, yeah. but we'll run out of resources soon. I just keep hoping he'll just go down one of these times. I know. I can't believe this. What are the bosses going to be like? Die! Fuck this. This is boring. Die! <laughs> Fuck. Oh shit. You got a phoenix down. I know. Let me use all of our items before we even get to the dungeon. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Such a bad idea. We should have run. Fuck. I can't... I don't even... It is a dinosaur. I still can't <laughs> believe that, like... It's in this opening area. It's the first thing that we ran into. Bang. Bad dinosaur. Bad di No! Fuck. Oh shit. She was dead. Yep. That's not good. I wonder how you cure GFs. Well, I know. I don't think we can do this. You, you have the ability. You're dead. Yep. We done. We dead. What if this does We dead. We dead. <laughs> we dead. What? What? We dead. We're dead. We dead. Wow, we broke our gun sword. On the plus side, we didn't lose that card game. Do you want to try that again? No, that guy has cards that are too good for us. Well, now we know also to run away from dinosaurs. Well, certainly that. And then and also... the junction something to Quistus. Yeah, exactly. So we run back to Quistus so that she can tell us how to use GFs again. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we've got a good <laughs> Oh, man. And that's episode one of season six of No One Can Know About This. Slow start. Yep. Slow start. We'll see if we get anything done next week. We're going to get the fire cave next, next week. Next week, it'll start moving a little faster. But even so, the very... There's... The pacing in this game, there's some issues oh. at some certain the points. The pacing is definitely one of the things I think you can criticize the most. I mean, comparing it to the start of Final Fantasy VII, mm -hmm. which opens on, like, you see Aerith, you pull out, you see a whole city that, like, even just the conception of it kind of makes sense. You're like, it's a dystopia, this is where we are. You pull in, you're on a train, you get the idea that you're with a rebel. Like, it all kind of, like, flows and sets it up well. Mm -hmm. This starts with, like, a montage that makes no sense at all. 
And like all you know is that like Squall got cut on his face. Yeah, and there's images in that that are both from the past and the future. It's re- legitimately confusing. I know, and it's almost like in lieu of a first act where you like maybe are in school for a bit and meet all the characters and mm-hmm. set up a conflict. There's this terminal. That's just sort of littered with information that, like, comes up later in various ways. Anyway, it just seems like a weird decision to start with, like, out a bang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like an intentional decision to go, like, but what if there was no conflict? And what if nothing exciting was happening? It's interesting how easily you can convince yourself that that's a great idea. Of, like, it's an anti-idea. I mean, they like, no, they no. did it with 15 also. That's They've what I mean. They come back to it more than once. Yeah, so. it's something that they're interested in. I feel like after 7, like, that started the new era of Final Fantasy games, mm-hmm. and now you're getting into the territory where people start going, like, well, it gets good 10 hours in. Right, so, exactly. So, like, you start to just expect this, like, churn at the beginning. Long tutorials. <laughs> A weight of tutorials. Well, I mean, we did that to ourselves, but our but past I just mean, experience I think, yeah, I think made that us that's, think we should have done it. it yeah, you know? exactly. God, it's been forever since I've wrapped up an episode of this show. What well, do we usually do? Next week, we're going to go to the fire cave. Yeah. And then what we do is we say... Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Do we do that before or after we do the messages segment? It's our show. We can do it however we want. Well, let's see if there's any messages from the fans. Now, Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but in this game, there's a computer console. You don't know if I know this? Where you can check your Are messages. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> so... What we're going to be doing this season is going onto the computer message boards, logging in, and checking the old message boards, see what what ha- what we have in store for ourselves. Kind of a nice throwback to those of us who remember like going on the internet back in the 90s. Yeah, so let's just uh, dial up and dial in. Seeing think- what Beanie Babies people have. What are the pogs that are available on AOL? All right, we're in. And it looks like we have two messages this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The first message reads, Did you listen to last season? Do you need to get the awful taste of Final Fantasy II out of your mouth? Well, head on over to D&E's cooking classroom. Ed and Dante teach you how to make delicious homemade dishes without the pomp and circumstance. They cover all forms of cooking and all types of dishes. From pork butts on the grill to pasta or mashed potatoes, they just love to cook. Come learn how to cook unique and delicious recipes with them. Come check out their videos on YouTube and Instagram at D&E's Cooking Classroom. Thank you so much to D&E's Cooking Classroom for that message. Yeah, how do you how do you spell that? It's D E it's a It's the letter D, the ampersand and then the letter E, Cooking Classroom. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds awesome. As all of our listeners know, we fancy ourselves a cooking show some once, uh, in, a once while in a while. Here. Yeah, you're going to hear some of that this season too. <laughs> we uh, also just sit around a lot when we're taking breaks from doing this show and watch YouTube cooking channels all the time. So we're going to check out D and E. Look, if you're anything like me, you've watched like three cooking channels, and YouTube has decided that's your entire universe, and you're never going to break free of those fucking shackles. <laughs> so go to D and E's cooking class and like change your destiny do it thank you guys and the second message i'm uh getting it up you can hear me typing it in 
It's from you. <laughs> no, no, like you can hear me typing in the. the, the you click. I'm clicking you it. Use up. a mouse. Yes. All right. I know that today we just use computers with holograms and gloves, like in Minority Report. Right. But back but in the back day, we then. used to have a mouse. <laughs> so this message is from Ben from Iowa. The headline is "No Cat Mayor Election Results," and it's written by Ben from Iowa. The message reads, after a grueling election season, we finally have an official result for the first no-cat mayor. In a stunning upset, the write-in candidate Haley the Dog has upset Ben from Iowa by a count of two votes to one. Experts are calling this, quote, the lowest voter turnout in election history, and, quote, what's a no-cat? Running on the platform of, quote, more belly rubs and treats for all. Haley will begin her lifetime appointment as mayor of NoCat soon. Haley could not be reached for comment at the time of writing. Running on a platform of more mazes, Ben from Iowa only had this to say. Quote, I spent all my campaign advertising dollars on a NoCat message that I have since learned only existed in an alternate timeline. At least my favorite game of all time, Final Fantasy VIII, is getting the NoCat treatment. I want to thank those who believed and supported me, which turned out to be only myself. Well, I mean, it's about time because I have not been getting any fucking belly rubs <laughs> for, I don't know, a decade or something. And belly rubs for all includes me, and I certainly vote for yes, more belly rubs. And look, mazes are fun for everyone, but I mean, I'm the one, we're the ones who have to do them. I, I mean, I think it's high time that we get some belly rubs. Yeah. Haley gets belly rubs all the time. She wants everyone to share in the wealth. In that election, the choice was a hellscape that you could never escape from or unless you really try really hard and also a fun enjoyable time that is enjoyed by all well ben i gotta say you ran a hell of a campaign though <laughs> thank you so much ben from iowa <laughs> yeah, thank for that. you if you're interested in a message just email nocappodcast at gmail.com that's n-o-c-k-a-t we do payments through paypal and they're 25 dollars each so if you're interested in saying anything through our mouths at any point during the season get in touch the slots are available slots are available uh thank you so much to our patreon supporters yes thank you so much uh you keep the show going if you're interested in joining the patreon ranks and getting the video version of the show or at the ten dollar level we send you a free t-shirt or a mug and there's a bunch of bonus content out there a ton of different bonus episodes uh, and we've got bonus stuff planned for this season yeah we're trying to come up with some new ideas we've got a couple of things mm -hmm. in the works that i think you know maybe later Later this season, they're going to start coming out, and I think you guys are going to be happy with it. I'm all about added value these days, Jeff. That's, I wake up in the morning thinking He to talks myself, about it. He keeps value. texting me all throughout the day. Added value. Added value. Always be thinking added value. A-B-T. Always be adding value. No, always be thinking added value. All right. I uh, don't want to. There's also T-shirts and mugs available of Haley. We have the Haley logo. We love our dog, who the third host of the show. And Abbott's you can get that on a T-shirt or on a mug. And also the legacy stuff and a logo. You, there's a bunch of different stuff, shirts and mugs. Go to Etsy.com slash NoCat. Wait, which, which one is that one? Go to Etsy.com and search No One Can Know About This or NoCat. You'll find it. You know the deal. Abitav. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, yeah, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to those who do support us on Patreon because it makes all the difference. It's the reason this show has gone this far. Yes. Um, and also a general thank you to everybody who's been listening yeah. If you've heard all the episodes of this show, 
which now there's like over a hundred of, which is a crazy thing to mm -hmm. think about. This this is gonna start airing around the time that like it'll be around the three year anniversary of when the first episode started airing. That's crazy to think about. So time is wild. Thank you all for coming on this journey with us, and I hope you enjoy this new journey. Well, also, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter and Facebook yeah. at NoCatPodcast. That one. That's uh, we love to hear one. from our fans, especially in these extremely <laughs> isolated times. Yes. It's, it's, it's literally the closest I get to going outside and saying hello to somebody on the street. So... Oh, also, there's a NoCat Discord now that's pretty lively with a bunch of good people who like talking about Final Fantasy and video games and the show. And the way that you can probably find that is I'll tweet a link that's an invite to the Discord and pin that to the top of the page. So find us on Twitter and click the link, and that should be the best way to find the Discord. So go hang out with a bunch of cool people who also listen to the show. Oh, man. What an episode. What a journey. What a beginning. Mm -hmm. Now it's a little time for some dessert. It's hot dogs. Hot dog is for dessert. <laughs> Enjoy it. See you all next week. <laughs> I love when games have this kind of footstep sound effect. <laughs> it's like you have tap shoes on. I, I, I love it.